the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Everything's alright. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the post game show. Dwayne Patterson, the producer of the Hugh Hugh Show, filling in for, well, Hugh, because again, he's not here. He's still afloat somewhere around the South China Sea. I think they were in Brunei yesterday. I don't know where they're at today. Anyway, I just want to kind of do a little um, recap of what we just did over the last three hours, which was pretty much the Donald Trump CPAC speech, which was uh, really eye-opening to me. Um, was it a lot of stuff new that we heard from Donald Trump? No. Was it a lot of uh, promises for what the future is going to be? No. But I'll tell you what this was. Uh, we started out the sh- uh, show in the first hour today with Mark Davis, guest host extraordinaire from Dallas. And he s- did a Mondays with Mike segment, Mike Allen of Axios.com. And Mike is very well plugged into all things Beltway and politics. And Mike was telling us about how all these candidates, you know, the Elizabeth Warren, the Kamala Harris, uh, Insert your Democrat. There's like 15 of them running, right? John Hickenlooper's getting in. Joe Biden's got to get in. Hillary Clinton is 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 just teasing us. She's teasing us that she's going to get in. Joe Biden can't have that lane of quote unquote sane Democrat or sane centrist Democrat uh, lane. Is it, it, she she can't let him have that ball by himself. She may get into that as well. It's just going to be tremendous to watch the Democratic primary. But here's the thing. Mike was talking about the energy on the left for an Elizabeth Warren rally in Iowa or a Kamala Harris thing in New Hampshire. And that's fine. But from where I'm looking at this, and I'm not coming to this as a you know red hat wearing MAGA pro-Trump support. I voted for Donald Trump. I voted for Donald Trump. Specifically because he was not Hillary Clinton. That's just where I came down on it. In the in the 2016 primary cycle of the 17 Republicans running, Donald Trump, to me, he was about number 15 down on the depth chart. But he survived. And it was Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. Easy call for me. Easy call for me. And so you look at the CPAC speech. And I'm hearing Mike Allen this morning talk to me about energy. And play cut number 24, Ben. And African-American income has reached an all-time high. So when I'm on the debate stage with one of these maniacs, I mean, 
Trains to Hawaii. How do you get to Europe? We haven't figured that one out yet. We don't use airplanes anymore. And then play cut number twenty. I'll play twenty-eight later. But let's 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 pick up on this one. He's mocking AOC in the new in the Green New Deal, which he should actually because it is very mock worthy. But for two and a half hours, he was just riffing, and he had that crowd in his hands. Now I understand this is the CPAC crowd. Hugh and I have never really been to CPAC. We have lots of friends at CPAC every year. Lots of uh, good people that we have known for decades go to CPAC every year. We have never done so because CPAC to us is like the Star Wars bar scene of, of the right. They can be a little kooky sometimes. That said, Donald, if, if, if we're going to talk about energy and base and political campaigns... What Donald Trump did for two and a half hours at CPAC, that now sets the bar or the, 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 the standard for what energy is. And there is no one on the left, not Kamala, not Beto, none of them will have what Donald Trump had at CPAC or wherever he goes and holds these rallies. I, I, again, I'm not saying Donald Trump is going to win. I'm starting to come to the conclusion I think he's going to win, and I think he's going to win fairly easily compared to what happened in 2016. And the reason I think so is because of the competing worldviews and the competing levels of energy between the Donald Trump crowd and the Democratic crowd. You looked at at, uh, MSNBC this morning. And Morning Joe featured a brand new NBC Wall Street Journal poll. Had Donald Trump at 46%. And they looked like they had just gone to a funeral on the Morning Joe set. He's at 46%. Now they said, well, that that clearly means that all these subgroups, they hate Trump. They hate Trump. And so, see, he's still got a lot of bad news. He's got got a lot of uh, uh, bad uh, omens, but he's at 46% approval. Here's the thing. In the 2020 cycle, it, whoever comes out of the Democratic primary circus, and it's going to be a circus, whoever comes out of that is going to face Donald Trump and Howard Schultz. It's going to be a three-person race this time. Howard Schultz is going to get 3 4 5% of the vote. The independent, the Starbucks mogul, the Democrat that the Democratic Party left him because they went too far to the left and they went full-blown socialist and they lost Howard Schultz, but he's a sensible Democrat. He's running, he's actually, as an independent, trying to run in the lane that Joe Biden is trying to occupy if he ever gets in. So he's going to get 3 4 5% of the vote as an independent. Maybe more. You add that to what Donald Trump is getting at 46%. I've, obviously, this is a, a static a photograph uh, for this day. Lots are, are going to change between now and, and Election Day 2020. But Donald Trump is in a pretty good place right now. If you want to look at reelect possibilities, he's in a pretty good place right now. And he relates to the audience. Play cut number 28. I never saw so many beautiful-looking machine guns. I'd look at that equipment, I'd say, man, 
They sit in the trees. They sit on the lawn. I told people, I'm in this massive, you know, people don't know how big the White House. First of all, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's really, I made a lot of money with luxury. This building, it's in 1799, which of course, when President Xi comes, I say 1799, like it's old. To him, that's like a brand new house. In China, in China, they go back. They go back 8,000 years. So that's, that's like a new, that's like a new residence. But I sat in the White House for months and months, except I took a day off. I flew to a lovely place called Iraq. And I flew at night, and I got there at night, and I said to myself, this is interesting, because they say, sir, all of the lights in the plane, sir, are going off. I say, why? (laughs) Because we're getting ready to land. We're an hour out. I said, what about the shades? Well, we want it better than that, maybe like it. So we turned the lights off, put the shades down. This is a big 740, Air Force One. And we're landing, and I go up and I look. And I've landed, I like to sit with pilots. I respect people that know what they're doing. And these are the best in the world, I really do. These are the best in the world. And the pilot says, sir, we're landing in approximately one and a half minutes. I say, but there's no runway. No, sir, the runway's right up there, sir. I say, I don't see it. I have pretty good vision. (laughs) At least for my age, I have good vision. (laughs) I guess for my age, I have great vision, but I don't have vision like a 35-year-old captain. Do you hear what he's doing here? He's just telling a story. And he had the crowd eating out of his hands, listening and reacting to the story because he was being relatable. Do you know what you get at a Kamala Harris town hall or rally you get focus group tested talking points because she thinks that's what relatability is she's not relatable nobody really knows who she is nor do they care it's she's checking off the boxes of every demographic subgroup that she thinks she needs to relate to she doesn't tell stories donald trump is a relatable guy Whether you like his policies, whether you like his tweets, his rhetoric, his personal behavior, I'm telling you, he's he is a relatable president to a large chunk of this country. And it's going to serve him well in a reelect as opposed to a competing worldview, which he is going to run against. We mentioned Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the Green New Deal. And last week, AOC was on record saying she didn't even want to uh, get married and bring kids in the world because climate change was going to be so devastating to the climate or, or to, to, the, to the world in upcoming years. It just didn't make any sense to bring any more kids in the world. Remember us talking about that with, uh, with Kurt Schlichter? Well, over at the BBC on the Victoria Derbyshire, uh, Derbyshire show... A eco-activist who is the head of something called Birth Strike. Her name is Blythe Papino. Had this to say just a few minutes ago on the BBC, Cut 44. Our planet is in a kind of collapse. The natural world is collapsing around us. And okay, that's just actually pause there, right pause now. there. That's the competing worldviews. Donald Trump saying, hey, things are going a lot better now. We got regulation off of, off of uh, corporate's back, the private sector's back. Everybody's hiring. 
we're rocking on energy, we're exporting energy, oil prices are going down, and things are actually going okay. You don't have to worry about Hawaii being nuked by North Korea right now. You don't have to worry about the West Coast being nuked right now. It's not where we want it to be, but it's no longer the threat it was. You don't have to worry about ISIS blowing up Disneyland. Because they're kind of not really having a caliphate from which to operate. They have to kind of take smaller attacks now and encourage other people to do lone wolf stuff. We don't have to worry about massive uh, big foreign entities conducting Islamist strikes on us. The same as we did in the days and weeks after 2001. He's got a record on which to run. And so you've got a worldview that Donald Trump is saying in the 2020 campaign compared to what the left is saying, which is doom and gloom. The natural world as we know it is falling apart. Continue, Ben. Um. And I'm so disappointed by um, the response by our authorities to this crisis um, and so freaked out by it. Um, everything that I've read um, that I've, I've basically last year, I came to the decision that I couldn't bring a child into that. Um, and I was asking around um, people that I know, put it a little bit out on Facebook and realized actually quite a lot of other people are making this decision. Mm. Um, OK, that's all we yeah. need. And so we so the natural world is collapsing around us, and therefore I can't bring a kid in the world, and I'm encouraging other people not to bring in a kid in the world. And so I started my own company called Birth Strike. She's going on strike against having uh, uh, childbirth, bringing more kids into the world. It's the same thing AOC said last week. That's the two worldviews. Everything is falling apart, doom and gloom, and... It, it's best not to bring any more kids in the world, and if they do survive, still give the moms a chance to, to commit infanticide and kill them on the table. Versus Donald Trump, which is, hey, you know what? We're not doing too bad. We could be doing better. We should be doing better. We're going to keep doing better. And America, by and large, is a pretty good influence around the rest of the world. If you've got those two worldviews in a 2020 election, regardless of who the people are actually espousing them, but if that's the two competing worldviews, Donald Trump is going to smash the Democrats this time. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to be a landslide, at least as of now, barring something unforeseen, which we will cover tomorrow. And Wednesday and every day from here on out on the Hugh Hewitt Show. If you want more, you can go to the Hughiverse, H-U-G-H-N-I-V-E-R-S-E.com, where you can hear me do my after show most days at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and get every hour of every show of the Hugh Hewitt Show. Have a great day, have a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow on the next postgame show. See you, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Your freedom is under attack, but if you act now, you can protect not only your family, but generations to come. Go to townhallreview.com and to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.